there was time now. There was, was all the time I needed. Kyle is my extrovert. He's like, he's the one I'd be like, go. Oh. <laughs> so I can be like in the corner. You know what I mean? So he can be like, you. Hey, look, I brought Kyle. Yeah, I brought Kyle. He's my party favorite. Have, have he's fun like, with Kyle. He's like the party trick. Go do your thing. <laughs> yeah, go, go have fun. Go be social. Yes. You know how this works. And he's so very social that I don't have to do anything. I am, I tell him all the time, even though this is a fucked up analogy because I don't like this person, but I say, you're the Donald Trump and I am Melania. You know how when he was in office, Melania was nowhere to be found and said yep, shit. She probably because she's abused. <laughs> well, I'm not abused. But <laughs> just on the surface level, like she said two words and they booed her off the stage. And she was like, fuck y'all, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah. I was just saying, just because, you know, Donald Trump was like loud and out there and yeah. just like very, and Melania was like always in the back and just not saying shit. <laughs> that's me like anywhere we go Kyle's like talking to everybody old people are talking to him they love him so much the only thing that they always say to me every time we're together is you're so pretty oh my god you're so pretty (laughs) say to a lot of you like oh my god she's so pretty she's so pretty (laughs) you we're the the trumps <laughs> he was like don't ever say that i'm like not well, where's that real- trump money kyle yeah exactly now now i will take that if we if we had to take anything i'll take the money well should we get started or all right well <clears throat> that is great we've got a very interesting read this month so let's get started so i'm ayana here with crystal to discuss the first half of gerald's game by stephen king I can say this author's name because I know and love Stephen King. I'm excited for this to be our first Stephen King book that we're doing on this book club. This one is almost a classic. As usual, we have not discussed the book yet, but I would like to give a trigger warning before we go too far. There is some adult content in this book and discussions of rape and molestation are a big plot point in the book. So, so you've been warned. Please. Trigger warning. <clears throat> so now without further ado, let's get one of those sweet, sweet summaries, Crystal. This classic comes all the way to us from 1992. I don't even remember 1992. I do. It's a hell of a year. <laughs> I was too. So I hate you. Just a <laughs> sweet little baby who had no idea what this world had in store. I I certainly wasn't reading Stephen King. So we begin in the lake house vacation home of Jesse and Gerald as they are about to engage in some non-vanilla intercourse. Jesse is handcuffed to the bed, prepped and ready for a round of what she calls Gerald's game, which is quite obviously a sex thing and also a game they seem to play pretty often. Jesse decides this time, though, that she's not really feeling it and wants to be uncuffed so she could just enjoy a weekend at the lake. Gerald thinks her pleas to be untied are a part of the game and ignores her request. Jesse, however, feels that he knows she was serious and that she didn't want to play the game and that he was ignoring her regardless because he just didn't respect her. Uh, so she's pretty confident 
that he knows that she wants to forgo their usual unnecessary roughness and instead chooses to hold this power over her and decides against freeing her because he enjoys that power. As the game begins, Jesse kicks Gerald really hard, right in the balls. He has a heart attack and dies. I assume that's how all men have heart attacks. Sex games? Getting kicked in the balls. Oh, from sex games. Yes, of course. (laughs) At first, Jesse thinks he's just winded or messing with her because Gerald's out of shape. I mean, isn't he like a 45, 50 year old man? Yes. He doesn't take great care of himself. So kick to the nuts is a really rough one to recover from. I mean, obviously we would know. Yes, I've heard it's terrible. But then he falls to the ground and he doesn't move again. So it's safe to assume he's no longer with us. The next few hours to days are filled with some solo madness for Jesse. She begins to hear voices in her head. Two of the main voices she hears are of Ruth Neary, her college roommate, and the good wife, who is a puritanical version of Jesse. She also hears Punkin, a 10-year-old version of herself, and Nora, her former therapist. They all have a sort of angel devil on the shoulder pool of Jesse's consciousness through the first half. While Jesse is laying around handcuffed, a stray dog comes in and eats part of Gerald. Also, a shadowy figure appears who Jesse believes has a chainsaw. And doesn't he show her some like bones or like some treasures of some sort? I thought it was like bones. Yeah. Okay. And he says that like if she doesn't get free within the next day or something, he's going to come back and kill her. Mm-hmm. And she thinks this shadowy figure could be her father, Tom, who molested her as a child during a solar eclipse. Jesse recalls this repressed memory of the solar eclipse eclipse incident referring to it as the day the sun went out she rationalizes with herself that this event is the reason why she was content in a miserable marriage with gerald and we end part one with a very detailed account of the molestation wow yeah so that is a heavy place to leave off um i will say this i wasn't you know how when we have our first half i'm like very very moved and like just motivated to continue motivated to keep reading it was hard to get through this first part I'm not gonna lie to you because there's not many characters I mean the characters are pretty much in her head yeah. we know this you know any other time we we would speculate like is it all a dream <laughs> which it still can all be a dream who's a murderer yeah there's no murder because we know why how yeah. and why Gerald died he's the only dead person here <laughs> so it was hard for me because I felt like, you know, I'm big on the labels and it's labeled as a horror film or book. Is it horror though? Maybe it is. This is I think it is. Okay, well, we'll get there then. But for the first part, I wasn't scared. Um, and I've been, I've read some Stephen King books where I'm like, there's no way I got to put this down because it's getting dark and I can't continue. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. I've never read anything of his that I thought was really scary because I usually avoid those because I don't like I don't like watching horror, but I also don't like reading horror because Ooh. once I get started, I like to finish. You know, I always finish. You know, quote except myself. I can't finish myself. Put that on a t-shirt, please. <laughs> so yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't start anything that I can't finish. That's honestly across the board though with just my life. I try not to start anything that I can't finish. I mean, I guess that is a good model to live by though. Why? Yeah. I just don't start anything. I just, Oh, okay. Well, then, then it's I not. just lay around <laughs> doing nothing. I got no ambition. Wow. So I don't well, want to yeah, not well, finish. So I might as well not start. No, I just, I don't, I don't. So I've never read anything of his that was like super scary like that. Well, like I said, then, you know, we don't have a lot of characters in this book, but for the ones that we do, we'll talk about them. So let's just start off with the main character, Jesse. What do you think about Jesse? I think she's she's very clearly losing her mind, but I think that learning about the molestation and stuff, like she she like solves her own, like she psychoanalyzes herself. And I think that was relatable because when we were in like during like the lockdown in 2020 when I lived, but I wasn't chained anywhere. <laughs> I could I could leave and walk around and I also had a phone that I could call people. So it so wasn't they- like this. Yeah, I just chained myself up and swallowed the key and then waited for <laughs> maintenance to find me. But when they did, they were not happy. Um, but I could kind of relate to that because like when you're locked alone with like your own thoughts, you do start to like think, why am I this way? You know what I mean? Like you start to like trace, like, why am I so scared? Like, why, why am I? I don't know why, why anything, you know? So I could kind of see that. And then she kind of solves her own problem where she's like, why was I even married to Gerald? And then she's like, oh yeah, like this happened with my dad. And like, I don't know. She kept saying too, that her brother goosed her. What is that? I don't know. And I, I, (laughs) this is funny because I actually did try to Google it. (laughs) Oh really? I was just going to Google it because I I didn't, because I thought maybe you would know. No, I don't know what it is. I don't know if that means like someone, I asked someone else and they said like a pinching of the butt, like that's the dictionary definition. I just looked it up in, in dictionary.com and it says informal verb poke someone between the buttocks. Mm-hmm. So is that like they stuck a finger in her ass? Cause isn't that I don't between? Think it all the way, but I feel like it's like the, you know, like the it poke. says between yeah, but I don't think it's like in the hole. It's just like I also know, wish that, that people could like see a, that we are both sitting poking at each other, our fingers <laughs> up and around. <laughs> they know up around. You hear, yeah, you hear the we're just hear the wind boosting <laughs> people, right? But yeah, yeah. I I just felt like um like you said like she was very self aware. You know what I mean? When when she had to like after Gerald died. And she sat there for a while. Um, and it, it was funny when he first died and she just kept saying, get up, wake up. Like, don't do this. Like, girl, you know, he's dead. Like she kept saying she smelt like the the last breath in his lungs that she knew what that was from school. And, and so you knew he was dead, but you just kept saying like, if I yell at him, he will get up. <laughs> and she said about the, the sound that his head made when he fell yes. to the floor. Yes. So you knew he was dead. And the fact that you was, I, I just thought that was funny that she was just like, get up, Gerald, get up. Gerald, you piece of shit. Right, get up. Like, 
Um, but yeah, so when it was a revelation about the molestation, then I kind of was like, mm, it kind of all makes a little bit of sense then. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. and I don't want to generalize and I don't want to like, you know, say anything about anybody, but just from people that I know, they kind of, if, if it's not f- fully dealt with sometimes from their account, they kind of fall into a a pattern of like self-harming situations like her being with Gerald and Gerald being in you know like yeah the sex game that they're playing you know what I mean and he obviously which we didn't even say is the fact that she was saying no but he didn't uncover because he was gonna rape her you know what I mean like he was going to say he was just like I don't care what you say I'm going to do it anyway, which makes me also upset because some people don't think that husbands can rape wives. Yeah, and I've heard that. I before. hate when people say things like that because it doesn't matter if yeah, a woman is saying can. no, no means no. You know what I mean? And if you take it against her will, that is rape. So yeah, if somebody says no, it doesn't matter if you legally purchased her from her father. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> doesn't matter it's still a no yeah like this is not like you know the early days of marriage too we're like even still I think if somebody says no it doesn't matter what time period you're in but I think that like it was a little different then because like you really did like purchase a woman from her father yeah I joke as like she is your property and things like that but you know we've come a long way still got a long way to go but at least we know and we hear the word being thrown around about consent and you know what I mean against her will and things like that so he then you know that he he just yeah he didn't respect it yeah and and I feel like it was also touched on the fact that yeah they played this game over and over again and maybe he was this is not the first time where she was like no no and yeah you know what I mean so when they came out about her dad, I felt, I felt it's like, wow, this is probably why she allowed those things to happen. So on those lines, what do you think of Gerald? Do you think that he deserved the old heart attack from his balls? Yes. Yes. I mean, I am hard on the men in these books anyway. <laughs> Death sentence for all. <laughs> yeah. I'm hard on the men in the book anyway, but I mean, he clearly was, if not, was already a serial rapist of his wife. He was about to be a rapist of his wife. So yeah, yes, sir, you died and you deserved it because she, if she said no, she was saying no. And, you know, also here's the thing though. I don't know if they had a safe word. <laughs> I was going to say like, because he, she word. was like, oh, he's all excited. And, and and like, I'm telling him no, but he's not listening to no. And he's looking at me like, this is part of the game. Like, don't you have a safe word? Like your safe word yeah. probably shouldn't be no. If you guys yeah. are into this like power Definitely. game where you're both like forcing yeah. each other to do weird shit definitely need to say pineapples or something like that like you need a safe word like that's what I was thinking I was like now they should have wrote that into it but again this was written by Stephen King back in when was this you know I mean 92 yeah 1992 uh, he wasn't worried about safe words (laughs) And and he probably you know what I mean he wrote it in I'm I bet you the editors put it as well 
this part that you're writing right here sounds like he was about to rape her. And Stephen was like, is that rape? <laughs> it's his wife. Uh, it's his wife. He owns her, right? They're like, you know, no, it's rape. All right, well, write it in. We don't want to get sued. <laughs> well, I guess. Like, I don't want to encourage people to, I don't see it that way, but. Yeah, exactly. I guess so, if you do. Uh, so with that, he didn't write in a safe word because he probably wasn't thinking about there's a such thing as safe word. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's true. That, and I feel like he, that stuff wasn't as publicized. Like if you weren't doing it, you probably yeah. didn't know about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Gerald was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know that he deserved a death sentence because there's no safe words. This is what I was going to say about this is that like that this is all Jesse's perspective that she's like, I'm saying no. And he's not respecting it. And I know he knows that I mean no this time. But maybe not. Maybe maybe he legitimately thought it was part of the game. Yeah. I mean. I don't think so, well, given all the yeah. other, like, things that she was describing. I definitely believe yeah. that he he was. But just on the off chance that, like, we don't ever get his side of it. Like, maybe he was, yeah. like. Maybe he actually wasn't some horrible person. And maybe he was like, oh, wow, if I would have known she for real didn't like this, I wish she would have told me before I chained her up and we could have had like an adult conversation about like, yeah, why are you letting me do this to you then? You're right. Maybe he like her uh, again, it was part of the role play. And then maybe she was just so adamant. Maybe he was like, ooh, like she's really into it. This cabin like brought out the freak in her. So yeah, like, he's getting and I'm getting really, really into it off of her like nose and nose and, you know, like unhand me. Like, I mean, which is sick. Like if that's doing it for you, like, oh my God, my wife saying no is making me so happy. See, like, that's that's kind of weird. I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no to that because if, my thing is I'm not going to judge anybody's consensual sexual True. behavior. You know what I mean? Like if that's rape, a weird one for me it, though. I mean, it is a weird one for me too, but me and you are on the same page, but some people, and I'm not, it is a fantasy, a rape fantasy, whatever it is, it is a fantasy for people. So if it is their fantasy, I don't want to make them feel, you know, like something's wrong with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I guess if, there's but, time and so, place. So if it is consensual, you both are on the right. same page. Do what you do. We're both on the same page here that if she was serious, which in her mind monologue that we're reading, she was serious that she didn't want this. Where is your safe word, honey? You can't get into this type level of role play. <laughs> you are playing high stakes here. You are playing with the big boys. <laughs> you can't you cannot get to this level without a pineapple. <laughs> so your safe word is pineapples. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done anything that required a safe word. I mean, maybe the guys I've dated have wished that they could have had a safe word, but. <laughs> so let's get into the voices in Jesse's head, which are also characters in this first half. So the first voice is Goody the good wife what do you what do you think about her I think that she's like the the one that literally all of us probably have this voice where like you do anything and you're like yeah right only a whore would do that or only like Mm -hmm. a piece of shit would do that but really like I don't know like that's kind of an extremist version of it because like 
we've all done things that like, yes, you could categorize them as like extremely immoral, but I don't think it makes you a bad person. If you had like a ton of sex with people that you don't really know, who cares? Who gives a shit? Like, I don't, I think that the, that voice is the one where like you judge yourself. That voice is what comes in. She comes in when you've been married for a while. <laughs> like it's not even when you were first married because when you're first married, you're still like, oh, I just want to be the freak in the bed that he wants. I want to do everything. And then when you've been married for a while, you're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that I've ever done this. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am on the PTA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you start harshly judging yourself and you're just like, I would never clutch my pearls. I would never, <laughs> you know what clutch I mean? Clutch my so, pearls. Yeah. That's the white, that's the voice that comes after being married for a while. And they've been, they were married for a while. You know what I mean? So that, that's the voice that you hear after. See, but I was raised like in a pretty religious household. So I think that's been the voice. Like literally anytime I've done anything sexual, like, yeah, it's always I'll, the, you know, Catholic school, my mom's yeah. pretty religious. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the voice that comes in like immediately. Like, oh yeah. my God, you fucking whore. Yeah, like how dare you? You piece of shit. What about Ruth Neary, the college roommate? I love Ruth. Ruth is like, she's like that voice that everyone needs. Like, just give it to you straight. Like, just tell me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love Ruth. I like Ruth too. I feel like she's definitely the devil on the shoulder to uh, yeah. Goody's angel on the shoulder. Yes. Because they're absolutely. usually intertwined. Like the two of them, it's usually one and then the other. Um, no, but I just like how she's just like, you know, like Jesse, and it's not even like Goody. It's like Jesse saying something like, I don't know. For example, she's like, is he, is he dead? Like, is she, she's like, you, you know, he's dead. Yeah, you fucking killed him. <laughs> like you fucking killed him. You know, he's dead. Like, why are you even going through this? Or, or before he was dead. Um, no, it was goody. I was say, didn't, who was like, just let him blow his spunk. At, <laughs> spunk at, oh, at, I wrote this down. That, that, that really goody? grossed me out. It was, I know oh. that word. I, I just couldn't get it. Spunk. Past. Yeah. She kept saying spunk and shoot his squirt. Yes, shoot his squirt. Oh, because it's it's the stuff inside his balls that's making him act like this. Just let him shoot his squirt. I was like, oh, oh, gross. <laughs> I was that, that was the goody inside of me. Like, oh, these words clutch my pearls. <laughs> and when I did read some of those things, I was like, oh, gross. Shoot his squirt. Ew. But people so gross. I don't know people that say those things, but people do say those things. Do they? I mean, I've heard yeah. people say stuff like jokingly, but they don't mean it seriously. Oh no, I've heard people say it seriously. Now there there've been porn actresses, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard other like euphemisms for it, like yeah. blow a load is one mm-hmm. that like it's kind of gross, but it doesn't unnerve me and make me cringe like the term shoot is squirt. Yeah, shoot a square just and uh it just was always there. And it, in my book, I don't know how it was in your books, it was italicized. So yeah, mine was it, too. Like I guess because you know it was the voices speaking, but that 
I don't know why that touched my nerves even more. <laughs> like, I don't want to read it in like this bold, fancy font. I need you to just put it in the regular. Put it you know, in Comic Sans. Thing. Yeah, put it in Comic Sans and let's move forward. <laughs> the most serious about, font of all. What about pumpkin? Pumpkin. First of all, I would like to say that it annoys the shit out of me when people don't pronounce pumpkin yeah. and they pronounce it pumpkin, pumpkin because it's pumpkin yeah it's not it's pumpkin. instead of an m yeah it's not an m. yeah i mean in this case this is disgusting a nickname for a kid so like this a doesn't bother that, me but it's also a kid that well that he was well yeah i mean it is a molested child that's like that's horrible but i'll forgive the spelling of her nickname then in that case because she's been through a lot but through a lot yes ordinarily i just would like it to be known that that is one of my pet peeves pet peeves like yeah shoot shoot a squirt that's not a pet peeve that's just a like disgusting it's like what the fuck why yeah why but i don't know i just felt kind of bad for her and i felt that like her her voice i think was just meant to be like very innocent naive and you're just supposed to feel really bad for her i mean there there was nothing else that you could feel but bad for her like it it, that part was actually kind of hard for me to read you know what i mean it was very hard to get through yeah it was very hard to get through i i you know I just felt bad for her. I felt bad. And I, I felt bad that she was reliving this while she's tied up <laughs> fighting for her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that her mind went there while she was tied up trying to like free herself. Like, I don't know. It, it was hard. Yeah, that was a tough read. And I guess that takes us into Nora Callahan, the therapist. Yeah, I think anything about Nora like she wasn't one of the characters I was like you know like I can take her either way you know what I mean I feel like she's gonna come back like I don't think she had a big voice this early on yeah she really didn't she was just like thrown in the midst but I don't feel like she made like a profound like statement just this first half but you're right she probably is gonna circle back yeah, I think so. I think because, I mean, she's the therapist. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Like, how did she make you feel? I didn't really feel much of anything. I just kind of thought like for her that like her. So I think that all four of them are going to be voices that are necessary because mm-hmm. you've got the angel on the shoulder, the devil on the shoulder, you've got the child. And then I feel like Nora is going to be like the rational adult. Yeah who's going to like maybe piece it all together hmm. and maybe pull Jesse out of it. I can see that. Okay. So I do have some questions and we can get into some predictions for the ending. But first, if you had a voice in your head, like if, if, cause so uh, Jesse says that she couldn't at first like place who Ruth's voice was like this mm-hmm. voice just popped in. And then she was like, oh, that's Ruth, my college roommate. So if you had a voice in your head, who do you think it would be? The only voice that ever lives in my head is my mom. 
So I was I when I <laughs> thought of this, I was like, I bet Ayana's gonna say her mom. Circling all the way back to that childhood trauma. You know how you always say, like, I always finish. I always have to say, my mom has done a number on me. So I have childhood trauma <laughs> from that lady. There, there is that's not even a hypothetical question. <laughs> she is in your head currently. Well, what kind of stuff does she say? Like everything you're doing, just eat piece of shit. <laughs> well, she she never. She, it was never really cussing. It was just never good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. You know what I mean? Like you didn't do that right. Like everything. You know, be I mean? clean the house. It's not right. And you know, it's never uh like oh you did great. I love you. Or if it was like you did great. I love you. It was like but you know you could have done this. You know what I mean? Like. Just do you even like as an adult now, when you get dressed and go out of the house, do you look and say, oh God, you're going out of the house looking like that? No, no. I have had a extensive amount of therapy <laughs> to like combat the childhood trauma. Obviously I'm not healed from it. It's a real life story. I'm working, still working through it, but <laughs> I think I'm like the type who does the, whatever I went through as a child, I do the exact opposite. Like the 180 degree (laughs) turnaround. I'm not, I do not want to do anything that I've went through, like period. So I don't talk down to my kids. I don't tell them like they can't do something. I'm super supportive sometimes where I shouldn't be, (laughs) but we're all good. We're we're Well, they have a dad. He can he could be the bad guy. Yeah, but see, have I, don't to let, be you. I don't let I don't let my dad their dads be the bad guy either. Like I don't there's you no bad guy it. in their life. No. I mean, I'm also the bad guy. Let, let's just be realistic. Like, I don't let them get away with murder, you know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. I'm like I was spanked as a kid. I never ever once in my life spanked my kids. Like never ever ever. You I was never I mean? spanked as a kid. So your kids could turn out just like me. <laughs> well, right. Now, now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna spank, spank all three of them right now. All three of them. Yes, me will be home tomorrow, so I'll spank her. Okay. <laughs> How old is she? 23, 24? She's 24, yes. So <laughs> this is the I first will. spanking of your life in 24. <laughs> at 24. Yeah. And also, you didn't do anything to deserve it. Nothing. It's just because I seen what your future could be. So. I gotta, uh, it's too late. Better late than never. <laughs> right. I don't want you no. moving back home six years from now. Never cut this so. off. Right yeah. This instant. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that, what about you? Well, well, whose voice would live? Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe my mom, but, uh, I think it would depend on where I'm at in life because at different points in my life, like I've had friends who aren't really friends that like, I do kind of hear their voice. If you were handcuffed to a bed (laughs) and your lover had died on the floor in the middle of a sex game, whose head, whose voice would immediately pop in your head? Oh man. Oh, probably my mom just being like, what the fuck were you yes. thinking? Yeah. What I think everybody's doing? mom. If I do you think had, yeah, it's if, probably everybody's mom. If you had a mom, like, you know what I mean? If you grew up with your mom and had a relationship with your mom, I think immediately it would be your mom. Unless, you know, like some people are really scared of their dad or, you know, their dad. Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? I think. Um, I think majority. Most, most majority of people would be like, immediately my mom like what the fuck did you do <laughs> like how did you get yourself in this situation 
Have you ever had anybody ask you to like tie them up? Because okay, the only reason why I ask is because I used to think that that was kind of weird, but I did. We've talked about this guy before, not not on the show, but we've yeah. mentioned him and we psychoanalyzed him. But this guy asked me one time when I had my apartment if I would be willing to tie him to my bed and let him there while I went to work. And I was like, no, that's, I was like, what if like, there's a fire or an emergency? Like, like I'm thinking of like, yeah, I'm thinking of like very like realistic things that could happen. Like there could be like a fire maintenance used to work right underneath my apartment. So like they could have, they used to just come up to turn off my water sometimes. Like you realize that that's, that's not really a good idea. Also, like, what if you have to go to the bathroom? So obviously I said no. And I stopped talking to him shortly after that. Yeah. (laughs) Good move. (laughs) I was like, I was like, listen, I don't, I don't like to kink shame people. You know, you, you got your thing. You like to do it. That's not for me. Maybe it's for somebody else, but also moving forward, maybe we should think of things like logistically, like let's not have anybody leave the house. Maybe in your mind, you could pretend like she left the house, but you, she could just be downstairs doing something. Yeah. Just in case there's an emergency. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, things happen, you know, so I'm not your mother. I'm not like trying to be like maternal to you. Cause also at this point in my life, I was definitely an alcoholic. I think this was the point where I was like, wait, am I not like a terrible person? Cause my first thing was like, what if there's a fire? Like, I don't want you to die. Yes. That's crazy. Um, that was more than a red flag. That was a flashing neon (laughs) sign that says, do not date me. Run, run. I did. I did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now getting back to Jesse, do you think she hallucinated the dog eating Gerald? I think that she has hallucinated a lot, yeah. which I enjoy because I always think it's a dream. I'm not even sure. What if she's just actually asleep, yeah. not ever handcuffed, never killed Gerald? The whole thing could be one big hallucination. I, I definitely really, think she hallucinated the dog eating Gerald. I really thought to myself that this is the perfect book for Crystal because you want something to be a hallucination or a dream sequence so bad and half of this really is <laughs> so yeah I, I'm with you it is a possibility that she could have hallucinated the doll because we don't know yet what is real and what is not Gerald could well very well be alive downstairs doing Tybo because she said tie me up and go to work and he was like I'm not gonna go to work but I'll go downstairs yes <laughs> yes yes, yes. I also like that you brought back from 1992 Tybo. I mean, it was relevant. It, <laughs> it was, was pretty hot. <laughs> it was early 90s. Yes. That so. dude that did the Tybo videos was fucking jacked. There's yeah, no he, way he got a, that a, big from doing Tybo. He's he's still big. He he's in like a Geico commercial now or something. Oh, is he? Yes. Good doing Tybo. <laughs> trademark brand they've branded him to typo and that's what he's doing yeah but he definitely got big doing other shit yeah well it's like steroids 
Yeah. Do you, well, okay. So I do think the dog specifically was hallucinated because mm-hmm. I don't think that like a domesticate, because the dog used to be domesticated at mm-hmm. some point and then they set it free and now it lives in the wild, which how does she even know this dog's whole backstory, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I think the whole dog thing is hallucinated and that I just don't see a domesticated dog ever eating a person. Well, the only reason I would say maybe is if the domesticated dog's been out in the wild and he's just not good at hunting and like scavenging for food and he's he's on his last like that's it's almost like a person who's been trapped with another person and then at the end of the day you're like listen I gotta eat you bro I'm sorry (laughs) like I gotta eat you because I'm not willing to die so I'm gonna chomp on your leg right real really quick I think there's a way to come to an agreement on that. Like if you are like, nobody has to die. We can all eat pieces of ourselves, pieces that we could live without. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not going to eat myself because I feel a little drastic. I'll definitely eat someone else though. No, I would eat a piece of myself, I think. Mm, Not me. I've been told I taste amazing. (laughs) Warning. Warning. Ooh. all right where are we <laughs> <laughs> spank your kids people spank please, your kids please immediately <laughs> and they all get home i'm just gonna line them up as soon as i like that most people are like hug your kids love yeah. them tell them no. that they're valued spank no. those little bitches <laughs> not this is what happens not. when you don't right do you think that Jesse is a hero or a villain? Uh, I don't know yet. Like, I really don't know. I I feel bad for her because she opened up about her backstory, but I I kind of feel like I'm not trying to victim shame her here but or victim blame her, but you didn't have a safe word set up. I feel like this is like SNM 101. Like, yeah, I think even if you've never done anything like that, like I, I don't like, do that. I don't engage in those sorts of behaviors. I decline when men ask me to, to tie yeah. them up and do weird shit. So I'm not interested in, in that. And I don't care if other people are, but even I know this, the concept of like a safe word, like, and it can't be stop and it can't yeah. be no. Right. I, it can't I, be please. I feel like even... And, and we're talking about modern day. We understand that. But I feel like if we pulled, and I don't want to do that. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. But if if I pulled like some older, like boomers, like people <laughs> older in age, that they Actually, would... let's. No. Let's go out. We'll go to, where do they hang out? I don't, I don't know. I have- Church? No so let's go to church <laughs> and say- when you were uh, hot and heavy with some S and M whips and chains and tied up, did you have a safe word? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> it, yeah, safe. that's probably their safe word. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not gonna be struck down today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try not to be. Yeah. Well, you know, so far there's no mur- murder for us to solve. So, and we know who and what killed Gerald. So how do you think this is going to end? 
well, obviously, I think it was all a dream. I like the idea of Gerald being downstairs doing Tybo because she wanted to be tied up and then left while he went to work. That wasn't a thing. Gerald said, hey, what if there's a fire? And she was like, there's not going to be a fire. Just do it. It's not a big deal. And Gerald's like, "Mm, no, I don't want you to die. I'm going to tell you I'm going to work. and I'm going to play Tybo downstairs. So I think that is a possibility. But I also think that there could be a a possibility that Jesse gets out and that part of this wasn't a hallucination that he really is dead on the floor and that her mind just kept making it worse and worse. And then, so when she does get free and the police come, it may actually look like she killed him in like a weird sex game. And we don't know, like, does he have a life insurance policy? Was this actually planned? Did mm. Jesse intend to kill him? Did she kill him? And it wasn't a heart attack. And now this is just her mind playing a game with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to simplify it. I think that she's going to gnaw her hands off <laughs> so that she can free them from the cuffs. With her, wait, you mean like chew around? Like She's going to chew around and bite through the skin and and you know down to the bone and chomp through the bone and get her you know she's gonna eat herself she's gonna eat herself okay she's gonna eat herself to get her hands free and then she's just gonna walk off into the sunset and never and act like this never happened maybe but i think if she's gonna start chewing at herself why wouldn't you just pull really first of all let me just say that i think that if this were me And maybe we could test this somehow that if I were chained to a bed, I think I could just break free. Like I could break the bed. Yeah. Now I think I'm strong enough that I could do it. Well, here's the thing. And you know, I am, I I know a lot about furniture these days, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about 1992. That is some solid, solid, like Oak or maple furniture like that headboard is solid okay i lift heavier than some men at the gym no i'm not saying that you don't however your arms are in a disadvantage because they're like high up and they've been there for a while so i think it's going to be hard however i do believe like the adrenaline just the fact that he died i'm just uh, until i'm just you gotta use your back muscles like that is like you're like most people i think are going to try to pull from like the elbows and like the wrists and the forearms and then your arms aren't going to be where you pull your power this is definitely a back move like maybe you're getting your delts in there a little bit but you know how we always say these things like like people on jeopardy or those game shows and you're like duh that you know it was right there or this because you're at home looking at it if you're in that situation you probably like this shit is harder than you think it is <laughs> you know what i mean maybe i don't know let's go get an old bed you know what let's go to one of those antique stores we'll just yeah. show up with handcuffs yeah you could cuff me i'll try to break it if i can't then we'll cuff you you could try to break it <laughs> yeah or if i break it then we'll just go to a different bed and you can break one too to see if you could do it yeah we won't pay for any of them we'll just oh no absolutely not. like oh this was just a test it didn't stand yeah it did not stand up to the test why would i buy this piece of crap no yeah. um yeah you're right I, i'm down for it we could go this could be our instagram live the one where yeah. we go to like a furniture store and chain each other <laughs> 
to a headboard to see if we could break free. This show is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> I've also said before that I think because my leg strength, I can now press over 550 pounds. So mm. I think I could crack a watermelon with my thighs. Well, too bad the bedpost is not between your thighs because you would definitely be able to get out. So I don't know. It could be. I could break. <laughs> I would whip around and kick out the headboard. <laughs> oh, so now you're doing <laughs> and everything. You're like dislocating your shoulder. Like, it's crazy. I honestly do think that I could just, if nothing else, I think that I could somehow gain enough momentum to push myself to the side and then just pull the headboard like from the side then like if I could just stand up on the bed and kind of spin around a little bit I think I could pull it I you you've obviously never been handcuffed to a headboard (laughs) no I have not this is correct I have not because <laughs> you're trying to do a lot of things that are not that's not going to happen <laughs> so clearly you have been <laughs> i'm not saying anything to my lawyer present but what i'm saying <laughs> to you is it is clear that you have not <laughs> yeah I have okay i've been it. very clear about the fact that i'm quite vanilla <laughs> that, that's it <laughs> end of end of story so with that <laughs> i am really excited for next time to see if we're right about our endings and we have a big announcement we will not only have one guest but two guests for our next episode joining us for our first book club book slash movie crossover episode will be kian that our fan favorite everyone loves him and kyle that i love that you've chained so, to the bed multiple times. We'll see if he can break free. Let's chain him up to a couple of things and see if he can break out of stuff. Again, Call him we, Houdini. we decline to speak about any sexual activity on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sexual. I'm saying we'll just see if what he can break out of. Thank you. Like Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> put him in a straight jacket with some locks and put him underwater. <laughs> what's your safe word (laughs) like you can't stop saying no stop shaking your head that's not yeah stop drowning just say a safe word (laughs) i can't wait Uh, i hope the movie is as good as the book because i do think that like the book is a little hard to get through in some spots but Mm -hmm. i do like it and i i like that I don't know where it's going to go because mm-hmm. I mean, we're only halfway through and I would think that this would be an easy one to wrap up. Like Jesse realized that she works out every single day. She's been <laughs> lifting strong. She's been drinking like a hundred grams of protein every single morning. So she's she can bust out of there. <laughs> yeah. She's watched herself lift way heavier than, than men at the gym. Like she's ready for it. She could beat a man. She could kick the soul right out of a man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why she didn't think of that sooner when she's just hallucinating a dog eating a person. That's fucking weird, Jesse. Just bust out of there. You goddamn yeah. meathead. Just do it. So <laughs> I think it's going to be really interesting to have the male perspective on this book, too, because yeah. we normally just kind of hate on men a little bit. I do try to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes, like I did with Gerald, but it'll be interesting to see, one, how this how the voices in the head are done in the movies. Mm -hmm. And also like 
what they pick up on and what, I don't know, like just what they, like their thoughts on what is very clearly like a power dynamic between a man and a woman. That'll be interesting. Or even, or even the fact of her breaking out of the handcuff, like they visually, they can see her being chained oh. to the bed. You know what I mean? So they could say like, no, she couldn't have because the way she was, she, you know, even the actress, like maybe she was dainty. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, she was very dainty. The, the headboard looks like it was very solid or something like that. They have a visual depiction of the actual scene we are just visualizing it of what we think <laughs> we think she's like this jacked up gym swole girl <laughs> that should have been able to use her back muscles <laughs> as a key to <laughs> unlock the cops <laughs> yeah yeah when yeah. I was reading this I was like damn I bet I could bust out of there real quick yeah. I mean you you're gonna ruin the furniture so like yeah you know don't do this if you're actually like consenting and like trying to have a good time like don't do this if like you're not looking to break your bed yeah right so i'm really excited for next time i am we are available on most streaming services you can reach us on instagram at acbc podcast so make sure you like follow and subscribe and read the last half or watch gerald's game it's on netflix right it is. You can watch Gerald's game on Netflix for next time. We will meet you back here on March 20th. Bye. Bye.